in its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really fantastic show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun, informative hour. This will be great. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. This past week, I was thinking about the idea of letting no one steal my joy. I did, a, I did a pretty good job of it for most of the week, except for one day. And as I thought about what was different that day, I realized I wasn't focused on gratitude and forgiveness, but rather I was focused on how my circumstances were affecting me. And this is a perfectly natural reaction. But even that was a blessing because we don't often realize what we have going for us until it's not there. I find that I'm happiest when I have something to look forward to, which is why having a goal and working toward it is such a great idea. Being thankful for the gifts that we've been given is also extremely important. But no matter what's going on around us, we can always know that there is something positive we can even look for, even if things get difficult as they often can. But as long as we continue to experience joy, it becomes easier to appreciate everything that we have going for us, and that is a blessing. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my guest. And before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866 404 6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. My guest this week is Derek Reed. Let me tell you a little bit about him. In 1989, Derek was involved in a head-on car crash where he had multiple head and body injuries, mainly to the foot and ankle. And after coming through his coma and slow, painful recovery of many operations, he was back in the Army and into war less than a year later, still carrying untreated PTSD. Derek also served in Rwanda with his older brother, John, and they also served in the first Gulf War. One day in 2003, he woke up to find himself weighing 240 pounds, depressed and suicidal with no job, no home, and no income, and having left his seven-year relationship. It was in this next 24 hours, Derek made his life-changing decision to raise his standards once and for all. Within eight months, he went on to achieve marathon and Ironman status, had a better-paying job, and a new home. He's also a pro personal trainer and sports therapist teaching others to achieve their goals and now is an author, speaker, and founder of a program called Inner Happiness, The Key to Your Life Mastery. He's also the founder of Victory Goal Success Strategies, which has helped others to achieve great personal victories as well. Derek is also the first guest I've had outside of North America as he is from Scotland. So this is a truly international show and I'm so thrilled to have Derek here. Derek, are you there? Hey, Brian, it's a pleasure to join you today, and thanks very much for inviting me on to the show. 
You're welcome. Welcome to Success Profiles Radio. It is a privilege to have you here. So, Derek, um, the first thing I normally do with my guests is I ask them to talk about their background for a little while. Where did you start? What was that journey like? And how did that lead up to where you are right now? Well, you know, thank you. That's a, that's a great question as well. But, you know, like, like you introduced to, to the, the listenership, my journey basically started in 1989. You know, as I was travelling back down towards the army and had the head-on car collision, my whole life changed. Then, you know, from being a relatively happy uh, guy, you know, with with um, great outlook and prospects in the army, my whole life then changed from that moment of impact on to a self, you know, a self-recovery task within the next twenty years. As you quite promptly explained, uh, within a year of coming out the coma. Uh, suicide attempt and many other things to contend with. I was in the first Gulf War with my brother John, trying to cope with the PTSD. But as I moved through, you know, the next um, seven, eight and a half years, um, I had peaks and troughs of recovery, and some great aspects of um, you know physical endurance were coming through, having been trained in airborne forces. Uh, and we went to Rwanda in, in 1994 with my brother also. Um, but, but, you know, the great thing that you explained was that um, when I did leave the army, I found myself going on a, a very much of a helter-skelter downhill ride because I had no real um, structure or strategy to follow because the army kept me in line at whatever level that, that I, I chose to enroll into, although I was dealing with my problems. But when I left, that's when things really did go downhill. And in 2003, like you, you, you explained, I woke up and found myself in a situation and an environment in which I had never, ever experienced before. And that there was then the pinnacle of uh, the tipping point, I like to call it, and changing my life and taking it to a better standard and now going on to help other people to do the same. Yeah. So let me ask you something, Derek. I, I did not serve in, in the military, but I know a lot of people who have. Did you find in your situation that there was such a structure offered to in the military that when you left that environment, it was uh, difficult because you had to create your own structure and it was more or less, now I have all this freedom, what do I do with it? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, not many people do find that there is a structure given because there's two different dynamics. First of all, you're in the forces where, you know, from basically to breakfast to, to putting your head on the pillow, you have a structure to follow. But, but what you are given when you leave the army are choices to um, enlist in some form of job or of employment uh, to give you a little bit of uh, preparation to you leave uh, the army to go into civilian street. But I never done that. I never took that choice. I'd actually just left, um, you know, six months prior. I, I signed off. I had done my time. And I basically came out to no structure. I had I'd found that maybe, you know, um, I had maybe, well, it's quite easy to explain. I took about four months for me to find a job that was permanent on a basis that I was happy with. Um, mm. But... But I was dealing with so many issues trying to contend still with the PTSD that happened way back in 1989. So I was um, up and down, you know, in many, many ways and, and certainly mm -hmm. in many jobs. So no, the mm -hmm. structure wasn't there for me when I left the forces. 
Yeah. So let's talk about PTSD for a while. I know what it is um, on a surface level. I talk to people who have been in the military or no military people, and when, when I say that, they know immediately what I'm talking about. So for those out there that are, are not real familiar with the inner workings of PTSD, what is it and what does that do to you? Post PTSD is a post-traumatic stress disorder. It has so many different uh, impacts, but it's it's an inner injury. It's something um, that affects people psychologically from a viewpoint of an impact, or it can actually happen, um, you know, mostly at war. But what we're finding out now is that post-traumatic stress disorder is being, um, you know, it's being realised at the home. You know, it's being realised. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at certain levels outside of the family, i.e., you know, if, if people are in, um, you know, shootings or they, they see things like that happening, when, when they witness that, there is, um, there's almost like a, an image that freezes in their head and they can't get rid of that image until such times it's expressed in a, you know, in a, in a physical way or a psychological way. But mm-hmm. what happens with people who are basically in the army is they are involved in trauma incidents or images that they don't know how to get rid of. So what happens mm. is it builds up this psychological uh, unrest in the person and, and it leads to people you know, um, having breakdowns many years after mm. it. But they just do, PTSD is a very, um, it's a very early bird for even the, the forces to try and get to grips with. But they're seeing so many people coming back from Afghanistan and places like that from the UK and the US that it's a big, it's, it's a big, big problem for them to deal with, you know. And do you find that there's much support for you in this situation and is it resolved for you? No, I, I, you know, there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of uh, support at all, if any. In fact, the injuries that I received, Brian, you talked about them, the ankle the ankle and the, the foot injuries were something that I got very, I would say, you know, very, very slight help with. Uh, indeed, I was thrust into the first Gulf War within a year of leaving the hospital. But, you know, when people um, talk about PTSD, I self-recovered from PTSD. I got myself to understand what I was going through. I, I used certain uh, trigger points for me to um, at least keep myself in a line after I came through all the trauma from it. So now what I feel is that I've created a system mm. that allows people then to have some comfort in the fact that if they use this system, they can come through the PTSD with a mm-hmm. structure and a strategy that will get them into full functional living again. Mm-hmm. That's great. We've got less than two minutes of the first break. Let me just ask you, you, you mentioned that you uh, attempted suicide. What is it that... Um, basically turned you around and said, no, this is not the answer? Well, at that, at that point, Brian, it, it, the answer for me was to um, basically leave this world. But what happened um, from the suicide part, um, my, my sister actually saved me at the time, but, but it was not too very, very further down the line, maybe some eight, nine years did I feel in 2003, given mm-hmm. the power that I was actually changing my life at that point, that this is this is the way to go. You know, the empowering situation, thinking about what you can potentially do with your life having come through the trauma that I had done. So that was me forming a structure in my own head of to empower myself back up. And it was then that I thought, no, I can do a lot better than what I've been doing before. 
Yeah. It sounds like you made a conscious decision to take control of your, your life and your circumstances and turn things around. Absolutely. That's fantastic. We've got less than a minute to our break. Uh, my very special guest this week is Derek Reed. Uh, he is a life coach and health and fitness expert. We've been talking about his experience in the military and PTSD. And Derek has done an amazing job of turning his life around. In fact, we're going to spend the rest of the show talking about how he turned his life around and what he's doing now and how he's helping other people. This is going to be an absolutely amazing show. Please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please do not go away. We will talk next about Derek's experience as a personal trainer and how he decided to get into that field. We'll be right back. Don't go away. mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves the smart guy. Smartguy.com. At Solove, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solove with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We've started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. And simply making the switch to Solove is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solove with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solove revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Derek Reed, who is a life coach and personal 
trainer and health and fitness expert. And that's what we're going to talk about. We talked the first segment about Derek's background in the military and dealing with PTSD and, and a, an attempted suicide where he realized, you know what, this is just really not the answer anymore. And Derek did what um, – most successful people do is identify that they're not in a great place and they figure out how to get from where they were to where they want to be. So Derek, let's talk about your experience as a personal trainer. How did you decide to do that? Well, straight after 2003, Brian, when we talked about how I ended up at 240 pounds, uh, you know, and dealing with that alone, um, was something that I had to get out of, you know. I just wasn't comfortable at the shape. I had remembered many painful, um, you know, mirror images coming through for me, and I just wasn't comfortable with who I was then. So I'd made the decision to leave uh, my hometown in Glasgow, and um, basically in four months I went from £240 to £180. And uh, I set myself a target to become an Ironman triathlete, uh, in eight months of that time, and I went on and I completed that. So that gave me um, the belief that I had a lot more potential in me to create something magical from mm -hmm. any given space that I was actually experiencing pain. So what mm -hmm. I did then, off the off the back or, or off the bat of that, is that I then um, what I did was I, I done this amazing thing from Napoleon Hill called the Definiteness of Purpose. And I set this goal to go on and help other people by becoming a personal trainer and sports therapist. That was actually written in my letter. And do you know, within the, the T and the, the I of those letters, I became a personal trainer and a sports, a sports therapist. And I then went on to help other people do and achieve the same. Now, what I mean by that is that um, I enrolled the sports therapist and personal trainer part into my inner happiness course. But what was great about it is that I had a student who was a size 18 and she was a girl, she smoked. And, you know, on the day in which I presented the um, goal-setting strategy that I've got victory, she quit smoking and she went from a size 18 to a 10 and is now an absolute health junkie. She loves it. She can't get enough of it. It's just amazing the things people have done since I've de delivered the victory, you know? Yeah. How long did it take for her to go from size 18 to size 10? She did that in less than a year, and she also now maintains that because that's the greatest thing about weight, uh, Brian, the control of weight, is maintaining it. Once you get yeah. into a certain shape in your life, and if you lose weight quickly, that's not a healthy thing, but if you maintain it, once you do get to that shape, that sometimes can be the difficult thing because you always tend to think about the foods that you love, the, the foods that made you that shape and size, and you do like to go back to them now and again because it's a behavior, it's a pattern of living and eating that we've created. So it's very fundamental to be aware of those little choices that float into your head when you're trying to maintain the weight and shape that you're feeling. Mm. Because it's wow. so easy to go back, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about um, uh, weight loss and obtaining the body that you really, really want. What kinds of recommendations do you typically make? Well, first of all, right off the bat again, I say to everybody, look, don't reach for the coffee or tea in the morning. Reach for water. Now, it's imperative that we do that because what water does, water not only hydrates us, but it kickstarts the organs. It gets them flushing, gets them functioning up. It gets them really, really optimum performing. 
Because if you take tea or coffee, basically what that does is further dehydrates you. It makes you sluggish in the office. It makes mm. you sluggish if you're working outside. So water is the way to go first thing. It really does kickstart the metabolic rate. So before you know it, after a glass of water, your metabolic rate has started and you're already burning fat rather mm. than actually taking on fuel. Believe mm. you me, if your listenership took a glass of water for the next seven days as a test, they would testify that it would make them a lot better, a feeling a lot better than what they would do having a tea or coffee. So I would advise people to try that for the next seven days, first of all. But then what we need to look at is how your diet is structured just now. What I always say is, on a quick rule of thumb, make your protein, easy digestible protein like fish or chicken or turkey, and have a nice salad beside it so there's an 80-20 split. Again, the salad provides you water. It basically helps you digest the food. But at the same time, it complements your exercise. And that is really, really key to losing weight and gaining the shape of your life. Yeah. You, you can't eat your way out of, a, out of a bad nutritional diet, right? Or you can't train your way out of a bad diet. No, you've got to work smart and not hard. And I've done that. You know, I was out doing 10 miles every morning, four o'clock in the morning in 2003 to, to really get the, rid of the weight. But when I started learning about nutrition on my personal trainer's course, um, you have to work smart and not hard because you can't eat your way into a great shape. And what happens is when you start the exercise at one end and you start the nutrition at the other, you basically work smart so that both of you eat, uh, meet in the middle. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Because yes. what can happen? Yeah, because what can happen just quickly is that you can exercise and always chase your diet down the line, and therefore you can be what's known as a fat fit person. But we're smart. What we're going to do is change it so that our diet and our fitness meet in the middle, and that's working mm -hmm. smart. What is your philosophy on cheat days? I mean, you you need one once in a great while, or does does your does your does your program say no, 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 no? You're going to follow the program. Period. No, no, absolutely not. If you go to work for five days, you rest two. Mm. You know, if you go to work for six days, you rest one. My victory goal setting strategy is seven days because victory is seven letters, and the R in victory is what's known as a rest and reward. That means, do you know what? Go out and enjoy yourself. This is life. It's not yeah. meant to be the bane of you know the, your, your, your structure or the bane of your strategy to, to get from A to B the quickest route possible. You've got to enjoy life. So that's yeah. why I put rest and reward in there. And on a Saturday, actually, that's the day that I've got it in there. And it works so well for people, Brian. Mm -hmm. Do you find that... Um taking an entire day to cheat is more effective or do you recommend say you can have three cheat meals during your week and you can take them whenever you want to allow well, for a little spontaneity yeah i mean what i would suggest to people is this look you know what happens when you start to lose weight and you start to see a difference in your shape you get inspired again you know, yeah. you drop the you drop the jean size you drop the dress size you start to be feeling more attractive about yourself mm -hmm. So sometimes that just happens to carry on the momentum and inspiration. So people tend to then look at the food groups that they're eating and saying, well, does it either do this, does it help me or does it hinder me? Mm -hmm. But what I would suggest to people is this. It's quite simple. Have a cheat day on a Saturday and then have a cheat mm. day in between the week, say on a Tuesday or Wednesday. But 
my rule of thumb is do not eat after 7 o'clock because your right. body's starting to feed off of the, the nutrients and the fat that you do have. Everybody does that. So I would right. suggest to everybody, have a cheap meal. Yeah, on a Tuesday, do one on a Saturday. But the more that you do this, the more that you'll just end up having one on a Saturday because you feel empowered when you're losing weight. You feel like you've got your life back in control and you right. feel great. That makes sense. Still there? Yeah, let's talk about plateauing because sometimes when your body gets used to a routine, it tends to plateau and you tend to not see the results or maybe you don't see the results immediately. What would you say about that and not giving up on your program? Well, plateauing basically means that you've got the same structure or strategy that needs to after um, what they call a macro cycle or a micro cycle, which is just basically generally eight weeks of training or four weeks of training. So the best way to do, you know, breaking that down is that you have to have a little bit of flexibility in your program. So in order to actually have a bit of flexibility in your program to stop you plateauing, you just need to change your routine. You know, if you get up in the morning and the first thing that you do is you go for a walk, well, do you know what? The simplest way to break any plateau, if you reach that there, is not to go up walking in the morning. Go out walking at night time. Just break it. That's all you're doing. If you go training in the gym first thing in the morning, well, do you know what? Swap that around and try it for two days where you go training at night. And change your routine in the gym too. Now, the great thing that we talked about there is if we have a cheap meal or we have a little day off or two days off, Mm -hmm. I have two days off in victory, but what what I like to do is chop and change it in that way that you can't get, you know, uh, plateaued like you're saying. Okay. So let me ask you this. Are there some – I don't know how it is in the UK, but sometimes in the the US you see foods advertised on TV as quote-unquote healthy but if you look really down deep, maybe they're not as healthy as the advertisement says that it is. Are there specific foods that you would steer us toward or steer us away from? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, I would steer you away from such type foods where they're packaged up, uh, high saturated fats. You know, where you get a, where you get a meal in, in basically a plastic container that you pop into the microwave. Mm. Those type of meals, I would stay every, uh, steer everybody well away from. But pick up fresh fruit, pick up fresh vegetables, get creative in the kitchen. You know, grab yourself a cookbook and learn how to cook meals with your partner or your family, and and get some nice clean meat. You know, like chicken, like turkey, like, you know, if, mm-hmm. I would say um, red meats once a week. That's what I would dictate. And that's what I say to everybody else and all my students is go for red meat once a week. Because to be honest with you, it's very, very difficult to break down red meat. So it kind of gives you a heavy feeling in the stomach even after mm. a couple of hours of digesting it. But mm. make sure that your food is clean. You know, let's keep it clean. There's not a lot of sauce on it. Don't go for a lot of sauces over the top of your food. Keep the vegetables blanched. That means don't overboil them. Keep the vitality in there so that they make you feel good when you consume them. Because again, Brian, see when we have foods like the packaged foods and we feel that overwhelming sense of um, laziness after we have mm-hmm. it. What happens is because they're mixed between vegetables and, and, and meat that might be in them, there's two different types of enzymes that try and break down the two different types of food, the protein and obviously the, the vegetables. Okay, and we are coming up against our next break. We will be right back after this. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please don't go away. 
the mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our double green plan. Double green allows you to convert to LEDs with no no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswalt is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from the competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the rock star marketing boot camps, check out the website, CraigDuswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Duswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Druggynet.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. If anyone does want to call in and talk to Derek and ask him a question, you certainly may. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. In the last segment, we talked about Derek's experience as a personal trainer. We talked about what to eat, what not to eat, and how we should structure our diet and exercise routine. We talked about that a little bit. And now we're going to talk about Derek's work as a life coach. And Derek, you have a program called Inner Happiness, The Key to Your Life Mastery. Tell us about that and how you decided to come up with that. Yeah, that's a great, great question. Um, What happened in 2008 was I came back from Ireland uh, working and I really wasn't the thread in the fold of thinking I wanted to coach, you know, from my experience. And, you know, it was strange because I was sitting in the car with uh, my partner at the time and um, I said, you know, I'm just going to go into the, the college, the brand new college here we have in Clyde Bank in Glasgow. And I'm going to propose a course, you know, to do as in a happiness. 
And the person, you know, my partner at the time, thought that I was actually just going to enroll into a course. But over the, la- over the next two weeks, I-, I then started to structure a course because I thought, I've created a system here that has empowered me. So I want to see if I can, um, you know, expand on that and create a simple structure that will have a step-by-step, nine-week uh, program for them to follow and really change their life because I've done it. Now I want to get it on paper and get it out to other people. And so I proposed the course, and um, they accepted. I, you know, I trained there for the next three years. It's just a fantastic course. And it's nine steps to you know, essentially creating a happy, balanced, and healthy life. And um, I'm just thrilled that I'm doing it online now. I'm doing it on a one-on-one coaching. And the great difference about this coaching system, Brian, that I do is that it's nine weeks long. So what I do is every base, if you like, the first one being communication, I get those people to go out and practice it in the real world where they can do this communication skill set out in the real world. Then mm-hmm. they come back into the second base, if you like, you know, and we go from there. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, let's talk about a few of these. I mean, we don't necessarily want to let the cat all the way out of the bag, but let's talk about a few of these and, and how important these are to building a really excellent life. You did talk about communication. Does that mean that you want people to get out and speak in front of others? Does it mean that you want people to create authentic communication in their relationships? What are you referring to specifically? Well, it's really to, get, to, to empower people about awareness. That's the key because, as you know and as I know, in personal development, how we think, we speak, and then we act. And, of course, that represents our life. And if we can then be aware of what we're thinking, it then makes it all the easier to be able to then change our communication and also change our world. So when I talk about getting off first base in the most powerful sense of awareness getting people to become really conscious of what it is that is actually either bringing them down or what they need to do to take them out into the life that they truly need to to live, then that's where it affects at first base. So Mm. it automatically affects their relationship. If they change their communication, then that's the next step that I teach in inner happiness is relationships. So it flows from the center of the person out. Yeah, that's awesome. So one thing you also are very big on is accountability, and that is part of your course as well. Tell us, tell us what you do with that and, and why. I mean, it should be pretty obvious why that's so important, but how does that manifest itself as you become more authentic in your life? <clears throat> well, accountability and responsibility, if you look those two up in the dictionary, Brian, they kind of are explained in the same sense, but they're not, not in my paradigm. Accountability is you having the information in your head, having been taught something before, having, you know, went through a period of life where you have all this information in your head, you're about to make a decision. As soon as you make that decision, you're then responsible for your actions. So accountability is in the head. I get people to start to think about what's the best decision for themselves. And when they start to think Is it going to help me or hinder me? Just like the diet, you know, and the decisions we make there, that basically empowers people or disempowers people when they think about what is the best choice here for me in my life today. And so that's the paradigm uh, shift that I talk about when I get people to start thinking about how am I accountable today? What's the best decision for my personal growth that I can make today? And then they make the action that's commensurate to the accountability. 
Exactly. And what I also hear you saying, Derek, is that there is uh, definitely a, a burden upon ourselves to accept complete and total responsibility for our actions because that's really what accountability is and asking other people to hold us responsible for those actions. Absolutely. That, that's a great thing we do in the course too is to um, get you an accountability partner uh, you know, where he, he can basically keep tabs with you. He can make sure that he's your coach. You know, whenever you say something, you have to follow through with it. And that's a great thing about you know, being accountable 100% for mm-hmm. what you have in your head. What is the best choice for me today that I'm going to make? that's going to improve my life. Okay, when I say that, I have to be accountable for it. Then I have to be responsible for my actions. But Mm. the fast thing is that when you're responsible for every action and thought and choice that you've made today, when you can really reflect on that and truly own that, then you can start to make a better life for yourself. Yeah, that's really awesome. Let me ask you this. Let's talk about abundance because... We've come through an economy that has not been very good for the last few years, and I I think we're on the road to recovery, at least here in the U.S. I don't know what it's been like in the U.K. and and worldwide, probably some of the same. But I think abundance might be a topic that's a little further away for some people than it was even five years ago. So how, how do you talk to someone about really believing that they deserve abundance? Well, abundance really doesn't, abundance is very firmly tied in with gratitude. Because if you have a house, if you have, you know, something like $100 or £100 here in the UK in your bank, if you have a television, if you have a phone, if you have clothes to put on your back with shoes, you're in an abundant state. In fact, you're in the top 80% of the richest people in the world. So you have to be grateful for what you've got before you can move into a deeper level of abundance, whether it be health, finance, social um, relationships, whatever. You have to be grateful because you're already in an abundant state. So until you marry those two up and be grateful for where you're at today, you'll never experience any more abundance than what you've got. So what you're talking about is a social, um, uh, sorry, the, the financial economy that's going on around the world. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Tony Robbins talks about it, that how a lot of people can actually make money from this, um, you know, from the lack of what's going on today. But that's not where a lot of people are at. A lot of people are panicking today about, you know, what's going on, how much um, money's been kind of withdrawn from certain places of their own social structure and to actually make them uh, survive because that's what's a lot about today. It's about how people are surviving. But I say to people this, look, when you're born, you're given two envelopes in your life. I'm not saying that they're there physically, but this is what's gifted to you. One's an abundance envelope and one's a scarcity envelope, a lack. Mm. So what we choose into is what we will automatically get. And if you're born into a family where there's not a lot there, where you're really scrimping and scraping and you're surviving, then do you know what? Chances are you will, let, you will have learned that throughout your life. And only until you make a choice that that standard needs to be raised in your life will you then start to make a choice in the abundant part of it. But other people are so um, tuned in or conditioned about what they're experiencing through their upbringing that they're choosing in to live that life of scarcity or lack. And that's a very hard thing for people to move out of until something happens, until they make a better choice for their greater standard. And that's when... The, the mindset of abundance can change. 
Absolutely. I, I love that whole discussion of abundance being tied to gratitude because, and I even uh, referenced this earlier in the show, that you know having gratitude really is very important to experiencing joy in your life. And when you have that, uh, abundance can flow from that too because you're very thankful for what you have. And when you're thankful for what you have, then you have the chance to be given more. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You know, there's only one account that I'll, I tend to tell people, which is the biggest account that you should always invest in, and that is your health account. Mm. Once your health account's gone, then everything else will fall from that. So you're at source. We are the creative hub of all of what we want to achieve, dream, and be in life. And the only thing that you can do, the only thing that you can truly do in your life is invest into that account. And be grateful for that. Be grateful for the fact that you can walk out in the street, go down to the shops and pick yourself up a paper. Be grateful for the fact that, you know what, you can go on a holiday. You can walk through an airport. Be grateful for the fact that you can go on, you know, a, a skiing trip because your health is your wealth. And until people really get to grips with that, until really people start to bring it back to themselves, then do you know what? What they're going to feel is stress. What they're going to feel is, um, you know, tension because they're always looking at how to make more money or, you know, how to build a bigger business, not knowing that their health is deteriorating in the mm. process. So bring yeah. it back to source, build on the health, and then go after what you want. Exactly. Well, we've got about a minute left to our next break. Let's talk very briefly about the law of attraction because uh, I, I sense that in this course there are some things about the law of attraction that are not typically discussed. Am I right about that? That's right, yes. Yeah. The law of attraction, if you look if you break down the word attraction, you'll you'll see it goes A T T M R and action. Yes. So the law of attraction is what we've already spoke about. You know, if you can think of something, think of it so consistently with feeling, then what happens is you must take action on that and the, the universe will supply you uh, messages or hints or tips itself because you're always thinking about the outcome. Yes. And so when you're jazzed up, and what I say to people, uh, I know we've not got much time, but what I say to people, if you're passionate about something and you have that vision in your head, then believe you, me, you will take the action to achieve that. And that's how simple the law of attraction really is because the law of attraction sits inside you. It's not yes. outside. It's actually inside. There you go. And that is a perfect segue to our final break. I cannot believe how quickly this is going this, this week. What a fun show we're having. This is Success Profiles Radio. We will come back right back after our break. Please stay with us. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. 
The IRS can and will track your income. Can you? It's time to bulletproof your taxes. Yes, bulletproof your taxes with host Nellie Williams. Fridays at 1 Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. As a business owner, you know that tax deductions can lower your tax liability. But deciding which expenses are deductible and how to claim them can be confusing, frustrating, and ultimately costly when you're wrong. Former IRS audit supervisor Nellie Williams will help you learn what is deductible and when to take that deduction to avoid raising IRS red flags. She'll teach you how to survive an IRS audit so you don't have to pay more tax, interest, or penalties. Each week, Nellie will be here to teach us as entrepreneurs and small business owners how to pay our fair share and not a penny more. Check out her website, BulletproofYourTaxes.com. Then join us for Bulletproof Your Taxes with host Nellie Williams, Fridays at 1 Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is our final segment. My very special guest this week is Derek Reed. He is a health and fitness expert. He is a life coach, and we talked last segment about the importance of communication, the importance of accountability, and the importance of having an abundance mindset, which is tied very heavily to gratitude. And what I want to do next, Derek, is talk about your victory goal setting program. But before we do that, let's let's if you could give people what your website address is, because I find that people do like to connect with the guest after the show. So, what is your website address, and how can we get a hold of you? Thank you, Brian. It's uh you know, World Wide Web at DerekReed.com. That's D-E-R-E-K-R-E-I-D.com. And they can find out lots of information. There's nothing to sell on there apart from um, my, my own uh, life story. So don't worry about it. They can come chat with me, have a, you know, a post if they feel like they want to express something, and I'll answer them straight back. Great. And you have a really amazing blog. So please feel free to read Derek's blog and and make comments, and, and I'm very sure that in a very timely manner, Derek will answer back. I've seen you do it, so thank you so much for that. Thank you. Okay, so let's talk about your Victory Goal Setting Program. What is it, what does Victory stand for, and what can someone get out of that if they chose to work with you? Well, Victory, victory Goal Setting is a simple strategy for people to um, you know, take a lot of the <clears> – it <throat> take a lot of – simplicity and a structure, apply it to their life and get a result from it. And it's based around seven days of just learning about themselves uh, through the victory goal setting. And V is uh, the visualization part, which which we talked about earlier there. Um, the I is the incentive. What does it get us? You know, how are we going to feel when we drop the dress size or get, get the body shape or, you know, go on the holiday of a lifetime? Um, you know, uh, the C is the commitment and the consistency with the action that you're going to be taking. That's paramount. That's why I slip it in there. Um, the T is the timeline. We all must have a timeline in our victory goals or any goal setting strategy that we have. The O is the observation. This is a funny one. 
if you could actually bring yourself out of your character and view yourself as you're going about in your daily life, you would see if you were actually making decisions, we talk about accountability, decisions based upon what it is that you want to achieve. So what, what I do is I get people to write down, become accountable, write down on a log how their victory goal setting strategy and life is going daily so that then they can reflect back on that and say, did I make decisions that were really congruent for me to achieve that goal? And then they can get to change it. So that's really important that they get the observation there. And the art is that one that we talked about at the beginning, Brian. You know, the rest and reward, critical for doing any amount of work. You must pull yourself back from what it is that you're doing, kick off, go down the beach, you know, have, a, <laughs> have yourself a hot dog, have yourself a Coke, just break away from it. And then obviously on the Sunday, it's all about the yes. Now you've got the next Monday to come. What I want people to do is start to be aware again about, do they, can they change the strategy a wee bit more? Can they do a wee bit more here? Can they do a wee bit more there by maybe forming some different pattern of training or maybe just pick up the phone and phone that person? Because as victory goes on week in, week out, as you apply it in the manner that I've taught, what it does is it builds up a momentum of its own. You get excited about it because certain things and certain people will be attracted into your life just because you're in that field, because you're in that momentum and you've got that vision tucked neat and tightly away. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Well, it sounds like a, a really great program. And so if someone decided to participate in this victory goal setting program with you, you walk them through these steps and you help them identify where they are now and where they want to go and absolutely how you want this to get is, there. Is that right? Yeah, because the way I do it is that it's three parts. I do this on, via Skype or go to meeting. Just I hook up with the person who wants to do it and it's so good because I've got five people in the States right now who are doing it and are having incredible results as well as two or three here in the UK. And really what it is is that I get them to define what they want. What is their goal, right? And I mean define it. I mean in three or four sentences. I get them to define a lifetime goal. Then what I do is I take them through the victory goal setting slides, PowerPoint, and that takes them through, and that's theirs to keep, so they can re refer to that at any time. It's like a PowerPoint manual, shows them what to do, when to do it. And then what I do is I put it into um, a statement, so that that statement is mentioned in the present tense, along with a definition of the goal. And then they get to say that at certain points and times through the day, mainly being first thing in the morning and last thing at night. Those are the two most powerful bits because the subconscious mind is open, is receptive more at those times. But they take it to work with them. They take it in the office, re repeat it. They get the pictures up. And that's what changes their paradigm into, you know, the reward of getting their goal. Hmm. That's fantastic. It sounds like a great program. So let me switch gears as we're moving a little closer to the end of the show. You have written a book called Coma to Combat, and that was your experience. Uh, obviously, uh, when you had your accident, you were in a coma, and the journey of recovery going back to the Army. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, a lot, a lot of people may may not understand, but um, you know, from the conversation that we had. But just to kind of make them aware is that the the thing that I could understand uh, about my coma experience was I could hear, my hearing was switched on all the time, 
I could hear people coming in, you know, I could hear people uh, like my family beside me who were very upset. And I was entombed in a body when I was trying to reach out to people to let them know in some way, shape or form, I was okay. Um, but I created this story, um, you know, from that there, that coma experience all the way through the two wars, all the way through the wait all the way through the depression, the suicides attempt, because I want to reach as many people as I possibly can to let them know, just simply, to hold on, to look, let's get your life, if I can do it for my life, let's get your life back on track, let's get it out there, let's get you into a position of disempowerment to empowerment, get yourself inspired again, because we've all got the same potential, Brian. Every single one of us on this earth has the same potential to create something magnificent, no matter what our circumstances are. We've all got the choice. Not a lot of people know that. But this book will make you honestly look at your life and go, well, I can see there wasn't a choice or where they didn't think there was a choice, but there was. And look where he is now. Wow, that's great. Where can someone get this book if they wanted to buy it? If they go on to Amazon, um, dot com uh, or amazon.co.uk they can find it there coma two that's a number two combat a soldier story and also there will be a link on my website derekreed.com for them to go there too great and that's d-e-r-e-k-r-e-i-d.com 100% that's perfect now Derek you have your own radio show let's talk about reach radio for a little bit yeah sure great uh, tell, reach, yeah, tell us about it well, Reed's Radio basically was um, a little baby of mine that I wanted to start up, um, you know, last year. And, you know, I, I was talking about a few things about you know, the course. I wanted to let people know a little bit about myself. And really, it's in the, the you know, it's the, it's the very small stages of building up. And I've got some great names coming on um, very shortly. But what I wanted to do was to um, allow people to come on natural people who had experiences in life and share them with the world. Because one thing that I'm very big on is that we, we forget how to express ourselves with things that we have had impressed upon us. You know, like traumas, like um, events at home, all those types of things. And there's got to be a natural outlet for people to get this, um, you know, this experience out. And that is why I, I orchestrated and, and created Reed's Radio, just to let people come on, express their amazing story, and um, set it up as something that is um, going to be so inspiring for other people to do in the future. Um, so I'm looking forward to Reed's wow, Radio. Ha, ha, mm-hmm. Is it something you've started yet, or have you had some shows already? I've had a few shows already, yes. Um, I've had you know a couple of people on from the UK here who have um, personal development and hypnosis businesses, um, but it's really really in the, um, in the in the in the infancy stages just now. So I've got a couple of shows there, yes, of course, um, but it's going to be big this year. I feel it's got a lot to contribute towards it. You know, absolutely. Well, you do have an awful lot going on. You've got your um, inner happiness course. You've got your victory goal setting course, and now you're reaching out into Reach Radio, no pun intended, uh, and, <laughs> and something else. We've got less than three minutes, maybe about two minutes left to the end of the show. Tell us very briefly about a recent development that you uh, told me about. You are going to be a writer and a columnist for an organization called Dafty News. What is that? Well, <laughs> Dafty News is uh, a Scottish satirical 
comedy, come serious um, online magazine, like a newspaper. And I met this chap who was a, a, a soccer player. He's now a soccer coach. Used to play for Glasgow Rangers, um, a great team, and uh, one I support. But he, he, he and I became friends, and he helped me actually get my book out, Coma to Combat, on the Kindle edition. And um, he asked me just the other day there to write for the health and fitness side um, because it's a serious comedy kind of um, edition of a magazine online. And I was bowled over. So what I done was I set him uh, my uh, 10 years on and 10 years younger post that I put up on Facebook, which is me going from £240 to um, 2002 to 2012, me being an athlete um, and coach in 2012. And that's going to go on. So that will give people the inspiration, which a lot of people are obviously struggling with, you know? Yes, that's great. We've got about a minute left, less than a minute left. Let me ask you my favorite question that I always hold on to the end. Who motivates and inspires you, Derek? Great question. Um, I've got a friend who motivates and inspires me. Uh, His name is Stephen Hamilton. And he's the guy who's basically been sitting on my wing uh, since he and I met about six months ago. Really uh, an angel on my shoulder. And he, in all in all honesty, he is the one that's gave me the inspiration to move forward with my life and uh, be confident that what I've got is a great message to deliver to the world through that my speaking. That sounds great. Thank you. www.derekreed.com. You can listen to this podcast about an hour after the show you can download it for free on itunes about two hours after the show please come back to us next monday at 6 p.m eastern time for another fantastic episodes of success profiles radio thank you so much for listening i will see you next monday have a fantastic week goodbye everyone Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week, we'll 